Interesting. I just had the um, the anthem playing and y'all couldn't hear it. Not really for sure. I could hear it in the headphones, so I'm not for sure why you guys couldn't hear it. Can you hear me speaking? You can hear me now. Okay. For some reason, the audio isn't connecting to the show. So, um, hey, John, how's it going? Are you up to answer the question? The question for today is, uh, is our government destroying our food supply? And my answer is hell yes. I believe that they are. Um, I think it's been really hard to prove it uh, because, of course, why would you want it to report on it? Um, I have a question about that. If the government would pay farmers to destroy their crops, what makes you think that they wouldn't pay farmers to destroy their livestock? And my other piece of this is if this happened, uh, where are the insurance claims and where are the investigations? Those are my questions. John, what do you think? I, you know, I'm in total agreement with you. The only person that's really been reporting on this has been Tucker. He's been, he's been, uh, he's brought this up several times on his show. And uh, plus, you know, I'm seeing tidbits here and there. I mean, when you see what's happening as far as, you know, like uh, food, you know, food processing plants, food storage, uh, you know, we just saw yesterday, you know, like, 10,000 head of cattle. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, uh, I'm convinced, I mean, these, you know, you don't have 21 food, food, excuse me, food processing plants burn up like this. I mean, once in a great while you'll hear about it, but this is too frequent and it's, it's, it's too organized. And some of them uh, have happened more than once. And so it's too rapid. I mean, none of this, None of this makes sense except that it's that's part of the plan, and it goes. I feel part of a bigger plan, like you know they're trying to starve us to subjugate us, right? As well as you know they're certainly going to try to take our guns. They're uh, depleting the military big time. You know we left eighty billion over in Afghanistan. We're sending a lot of our best stuff over to Ukraine, which is being captured by the Russians. Um, and then, of course, we all know what's going on with inflation. The dollar is getting more and more worthless and everything. I mean, this is a planned destruction of America. And, and uh, I, you know, I just see it unfolding. And, uh, you know, the, the big view wise. But here, uh, there's just too many. I mean, all of these coincidences are happening. I mean, I've never heard of cattle dying in mass like that. Like what happened yesterday. I mean, I just, you know, and I've been through, I I grew up in a farming area up in Minnesota. And, you you know, it would get hot up there. Like it would get like around 100 and stuff. You just never heard of this stuff. I mean, you know, I know one of the problems, though, is farmers. You know, I see some of the interviews. I see some of the articles. I mean, farmers, because of the high cost of gasoline, the high cost of diesel, they can't afford to do what they've been able to do in the past. Uh, I know that um, fertilizer is uh, going through the roof. Uh, Ukraine, coincidentally, and Russia supply a lot of the fertilizer, not only here, but especially like in Europe and places like that. So Europe, I think, is going to be hit real hard with this because, uh, you know, farmers aren't going to be able to do their planting like they have been in the past. And uh, so there's going to be big issues because of Ukraine and what's going on there. Uh, 
So, uh, and I think it's not just here, it's all over, but, but, um, but, you know, starvation can be a powerful tool, you know, it can be a powerful tool. And, and, uh, you know, I've been slowly stocking up on things and, uh, a lot of people I know have, I mean, stock up on that and gas and all kinds of things, but, but, uh, uh, yeah, I think it is organized. I think it is controlled. I think, uh, it's all part of the plan. I really do. And I hate to be that way, but I, but I really I just see it. It's just too uh, frequent that that it has to be. So, yeah, yes, definitely. And I actually just put in the live chat a link. I guess there's another occurrence, but this time it's sheep, and this time it's in Ireland, and it looked like the same kind of video: a bunch of dead sheep. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, it it is. And 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 uh, what was it in Australia? There was like hundreds of thousands of chickens that I, I guess they got burned up in a fire or something like that. But I mean, it was like a huge amount of chickens that were destroyed over in Australia. So, I mean, it's not just here, it's happening all over. And, and, and these are rare, rare occurrences and all this is happening all at once. And, it, it, you know, it's just, uh, it's almost too obvious to me. Yeah, it's, it's pretty obvious. Um, let's let's get some more takes here. I'm going to be uh, reposting this on the platforms, letting people know that we're live. Um, I haven't seen Brady before, but he hopped up here and just to hear what Brady has to say. But, John, you're more than welcome to come back. If you have anything else you want to add, thank you for dropping those gems, as always. <laughs> Brady, I saw you yesterday, I think. Oh, Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I was on another show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Let's. Okay. This is going to be interesting. Let's hear it. All right. Let's go. Hey, Brady. How's it going? Doing good, Donnie. Thank you for hosting such a pertinent and germane topic right now. Uh, uh, definitely. Brady, I, I see why you have a show. You have a, a very strong radio voice. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a karaoke DJ, and so I, I do a lot of singing and stuff. So, yeah, thank you. Oh, um, awesome. Yeah, go ahead, though. No worries. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm a community gardener. You know, I'm a, I am build gardens for people in the local area, and I've been real passionate about food my whole life. I grew up on a ranch. We, we had, like, a small micro farm in my little residential neighborhood house growing up, actually, here in Texas. And so we had cows, horses, chickens, ducks, all that kind of stuff in my backyard growing up and we had a ranch out in Catula with some uh, cows on it. And unfortunately we, we did the fracking thing down there. So we don't have as much livestock anymore, but I have a lot of experience with cows and stuff. And I can say that the way that we treat our food is so fucked up. And this has been a long time coming. You know, we've, we've pushed our livestock to the, the edge of what they're capable of living through, you know, and then we're, we're being fed these mass-produced Walmart steaks, you know. Um, they just don't slap the same way they used to. And that's why we have these increased cancer rates and whatnot. You know, we used to feed the beef hemp. We would have all the leftover hemp <laughs> that we would have from, you know, the war and whatever else. All, we used to manufacture hemp for everything. And hemp would be a major source of livestock feed. And it made them happy. They loved it. It kept them healthy. And that health transferred to us when we ate the beef, 
you know? Um, and so all these animals overheating right now, my, my, idea real, for- real, real quick. I want to, I want to ask you something, uh, two questions. One, a hemp thing you just brought up. I think it's a very good uh, thing that you brought that up. I actually bring it up a lot, uh, how the government had made a uh, natural plant illegal um, to compete with cutting down trees. So it, it clearly was a, uh, a self-interest law that affects um, American citizens for, you know, over decades and decades and decades. And the other thing you brought up is your community farm um, and how you guys grew things and everything like that. I honestly think that we really should go back to that. But how America has structured, structured itself into all these cities and having all these jobs in these cities and people are all cramped into a city. They're throwing down cement. They're throwing on the, the gravel roads. And that produces heat as well. So that that and that goes along with it. So I really think that we should go back to that way of life. You actually know where your food's coming from. Like you said, you know what your food's eating. You're taking care of yourself. Instead of trusting big corporate farms to not, you know, not take care of the can- animals correctly or feed them cornmeal or feed them corn instead of grass and things like that. So I'm happy you did bring that up. Yeah. And um, yeah, I lost my train of thought there. But uh yeah, totally lost what I was going to say. Let's see. Uh, I started a third party, you know, and I think uh, what I was going to say is it, it ties back to the root of the whole problem we're experiencing is plant lack of access to plant medicine. This has mm-hmm. been a human problem since the dawn of time. Um, back in the ancient days when Romans were conquering other cultures, one of the first things they would do was locate the shamans, the witch doctors, the the people who worked with, with uh, plant medicines and they would publicly execute them in very vicious ways and make examples of them just like mm-hmm. Jesus, just like the story of Christ. And mm-hmm. um, you can verify this with genetic information that we've obtained now from different peoples. You could watch the spread of Romans and the Crusades later on in history and notice that they actually targeted the most psychic and kind of spiritual humans on the planet. And so the forbidden fruit of psychedelics and plant medicine is a major is the root of a lot of uh, problems that we're experiencing as a culture. This leads to things like school shootings because our kids are on things like SSRIs and antidepressants, Adderall, things that destroy their empathy centers. And um, honestly, we have kids overdosing from fentanyl right now, left and right on Facebook. I see Mm -hmm. 13 year old kids dying every day. How many times you see this happen? Can we just give these kids access to mushrooms and cannabis already? You know, just give them that option. Like, I don't think they would even want the shit they're doing if they even knew what it was. Half these kids don't even know what mushrooms are or, you know, what DMT <laughs> is. It's crazy. They don't they don't have the, the culture for it. Like, it's weird. So, I, you know, I think that psychedelics are a major problem or an issue. And I made a third party called the People Party to try to solve all these issues. I'll let someone else talk. No, you're good, Brady. Don't go anywhere quiet, please. Um, uh, thank you for, you know coming up and talking and then talk about your third party, um, the people party. And I do like the fact that you also brought up the different natural ways we can heal ourselves opposed to the man-made drugs have been made. They made the natural drugs illegal, hard to obtain, or they don't educate on them at all. And they just say they're bad. And then they're saying, Hey, but don't question us when we have uh, vaccines and other things like that. We want you to inject yourself with things we made, but not with things that were naturally put here by our creator. But your people's party, your third party. Why? Why did you go the route with the third party, um, Brady, instead of everyone just going independent? 
Well, um, because uh, it happened back in 2016 when it was between Hillary, I think, and Donald. And I was like, man, this is bullshit. Like, we need another option. So my the first question I asked on the People Party Facebook page, which is really all of it is, it's a Facebook page and kind of a thought experiment right now. And it's literally like mm. just me. So I could use y'all's help. Um, but the first question I asked is, what is your dream political team? Like, if your vote was the only one that counted what would the presidency look like? And I want to get a feel for what everyone's looking for in leadership collectively and see if we could find one that really rises to the top. And personally, my dream team for 2024 would be Dr. Cornell West as president and Jesse Ventura as vice president. Gotcha. Okay. Can you do me a favor and put that link in the live chat so people can check it out? Totally will do working on it a link awesome. to the facebook group will do yes awesome i appreciate you brady i appreciate uh, your help so much of course thanks for dropping those gems all right next up we got private hey private how's it going uh hey hey uh yeah about all that food and my aunt problems but uh honestly my what I would like to see as president is Thomas Massey and Candace Owens. I like those two. But I like one of those people you said <laughs> for president. <laughs> well, Thomas Thomas Massey or, or the other one? T- Thomas Massey. Right. Uh, Candace doesn't even qualify yet, you know, so her age. Vice president. Long. She could be vice president. Mm, she has to be 35. She's only 30. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. And... A and my other thing is with the, with the different public figures they've been put in front of us. Um, I, I have questions. I, I was looking to those people when the, I was watching the election here um, back in um, 2020. And I, I, w- I look at people's responses and I didn't get one from her. So I have an issue with that. So for oh, me, Thomas, oh, for me, I really do like Thomas Massey, but and anybody else, I don't have. I think it needs to be a regular work, a uh, working class citizen, a farmer, someone like that needs to go in office, independent. Then I can back that. But the elections I care the most about are the sheriff departments because they can protect us from the federal government, state government, and your municipal governments. Absolutely. Uh, and going back to the food. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it is all staged. Uh, in my honest opinion, they're. They're prepping for the Great Reset. That's why they want to continue the war to keep the fuel prices high. I linked something in, before this went live. There's You can go up to about 50 minutes. I don't know if they talk about Ukraine, how the war is going. Uh, Oscar Desert Farming. He has decent information. It's just Pennsylvania farmer uh, was testifying, I believe, in the Pennsylvania Senate that he cannot afford to plant his crops. It's just too expensive. And that's why they want to keep this war going, to make it so expensive that farmers can no longer plant the crops because obviously they're taking care of us by sending billions and billions and billions to Ukraine versus Mm -hmm. helping out the farmers to make sure there's food on the shelves, make sure truck drivers can still deliver them and things like that. If there's no food to plant, there's no no food for harvest time and – by Thanksgiving, and there'll be chaos if this continues the trend. I'm just saying, not saying it's happening now everywhere, but it's starting to happen. 
and people just don't realize how bad it really is. And it really, everyone needs, if you haven't started already, you need to start prepping. It's, it's, it's like, if you don't, you're just kind of rolling the dice at this point, you know, and this fuel crisis gets to a point to where farmers, let's say they got enough to, to plant, but now the prices have jumped another 25% in the fuel diesel. Now they can't afford to take the crops out and they're just going to sit there in the fields because they have what? 3000 acres plus most of these farmers. They can't do that by a horse or by hand. They need giant equipment that burns hundreds of gallons of fuel. It's you, you just got to get in that mode of, of prepping before it's too late. And now you're knocking on your neighbor for food and who knows what they're going to give you, if anything at all. Absolutely. You gotta, it, yeah. Cause you didn't have to depend on someone else to take care of you. Right. And <laughs> one filtration system I didn't want to mention if, uh, it's called the Alexa pure, uh, it's the standalone water filtration system. That's a great way to make sure your water is always going to be clean. Uh, I'm not sure if you heard of it. It's a standalone system where you just dump water on the top and it's gravity fed. And it's amazing water. It's super cheap after you buy the system, buy some filters. It comes out to extremely cheap and very, very healthy water, fluoride free. Can you link that in the in the live chat for us? Yeah, I'll do that when I stop driving. But anyway, uh, okay, awesome. But be, don't go anywhere because uh, I had some folks in the comment section that replied to you, and I want to make sure you have an opportunity to um, respond. But this one, this one, I'm going to read first. Isn't directly towards you, but it says liberals are huge supporters of personal gardens, and I want to. I want to make sure, since there's some new folks on here, uh, this platform doesn't um, support or promote any political party um, at all. But I've, I've been around uh, a lot of people in my lifetime, and they've both been liberal, conservative, either or. And gardening wouldn't be an industry if it only just catered to like one tiny group like that. And a lot of people I know are into gardening and having their own food and things like that. And there's people who are not into it. So I, I don't like to do the divisive thing like, with, oh, well, liberals like this or we're conservatives like that. That's not how we solve this issue, the fact that they're trying to starve the people. But rolling real quick into what North said as well, he said that the planet has been steadily warming for 30 years. This guy thinks CIA wants to poison cows. Real quick, I'll let you go ahead and respond to that, but I will say this. What's really dangerous is to sit here and think that the government isn't capable and has um, no motivation to do things like this. To sit here blindly and trust everything that the government tells you is what they want you to do. And that's how they can control you. And this is how we got to this place today where they feel comfortable enough to do something like this in the first place. So I will really need for people to, and I understand you're in Canada, okay? But we're in America, and I'm, I'm, we're seeing this going on in Ireland and other countries. We know Australia was brought up as an example this doesn't happen like this on a regular basis in one year. We have to sit back and look at our com- use common sense or we're going to be hungry. And then we're, and what are you going to do when you're hungry? Sit there and point fingers. Oh, you're a liberal. Oh, you're a conservative. That's not how we solve the problem here. Uh, if you want to really come together and find solutions, that's what we need to do. 
But to sit there back and forth and pointing one group or the other, that's not, we're never going to get anywhere. That's the divisive thing they're using, their tool, to keep us apart from finding solutions so we don't starve. But please, go ahead. Can I, can I yes, go ahead. Right, and uh, when you say liberals, there's two different kinds. There's uh, these leftist organizations that are intentionally trying to divide us because they're the democrats don't hate americans it's it's these leftist groups like antifa blm right and these 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 bots they have literal bots on these these giant offices with two or three people controlling you know 300 phones and you're arguing with bots 90 percent of the time like mm-hmm. And they're posting this stuff just to generate hate. That's all they do is generate hate and, and division. And I've come to realize this because I've, I've challenged people that are claiming to be certain things. Like, well, l- let me see. L- l- prove that you're real. Because it's like if you're talking to a real person, they respond to you within seconds or within a minute. You know, they don't, they don't uh, you know, sit around for an hour and then respond to you then. It's like... Okay, you claim you're like this one person. They, they were saying, "I'm a veteran." Blah blah blah. It's okay, let's let's see your VA card. You know, that's that doesn't reveal anything really. You can cover up your name, or at least your last name. It's like these people just generate hate. And if you could just get to the actual Democrats, because everyone has the same problems. Everyone has fuel. You know, it's an issue. And. I thought it was all Democrats for a while, and then I'm, I just, it's just, it comes to, it's coming to reality that this is all generated fake hate. You know, they, they want us to hate each other. They want to divide us. So they can divide us, then we'll for sure start killing each other whenever this food crisis actually happens, and mm-hmm. there's no food for anyone. And that's why it's so important to start, you know, if you're home, you, you got some extra funds, make sure that you have plenty of food for at least your family and a little extra because you never know what's going to happen in the future. You could you could pick up one or two extra people. You never know how bad this thing really gets. And chickens, really important if, if your area allows it. Chickens are, is a great way to you know, have protein, eggs. Uh, and just basically start watching these prepper channels. There's, there's tons of them out there. And six months is really your goal. But honestly, a year would be the best because if we can survive this, you won't end up in the FEMA camps they have been building for the last who knows how many years. And, and this is a, a pinch-off topic, but... Years ago, in uh, Tennessee, there was a sheriff that was trying to search a uh, Islamic uh, camp, right? It's out in the middle of nowhere, and I guess the feds came in. I, I wish I had the article, but I don't know if any of you remember this, but the sheriff was told by the feds to back off because people would hear lots of loud sounds from that area, like they were shooting, like a lot of heavy weaponry. And this, I don't know how many of these Islamic training camps are out there, 
but I don't know if they're going to play a role in this. It's just having sufficient defense, you know, whenever this does pop off would be ideal as well. I mean, you can't go into this being scared of guns. You just can't. Because someone with a gun is probably going to break in and take whatever they want. And I don't know what else to tell you. There's food crisis everywhere. And great yeah. reset. Research it. Because they want us dead. Whether you believe it or not, they want us dead. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you, Private. Uh, it looks like John hopped back up. I'm going to go ahead and pull him over. And then uh, after him, it's going to be Cole. Thank you, Private, for dropping your gems as usual. And, John, welcome back. How's it going? Yeah. You know, I sent a note. Uh, I don't know if you saw it. I said you could have Cole jump ahead of me if you want. Cause, you know, Cole, oh, it's I'm, okay. I'm okay. just hitting the next button so we can go okay. in order. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, yeah. No, no. I Private, those were great points that he made and, and Brady had some great points as well because, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I, I too have been frustrated over the, the issue of him and uh, I mean you know we have the ideal plant the perfect plant and and uh, it can be used for so many things and you know and I told you about that book you know the too high to fail how how marijuana and all this stuff is being used for treating uh, tumors and so many things that that you know we don't know about but they're finding all kinds of kinds of uh, ways to make use of it, but it's all being suppressed. I mean, these are natural remedies. It's just kind of weird how back, uh, you know, this is Rockefeller was mainly behind, you know, the drug industry as we know it now, you know, the pharmaceutical industry. He was the one that really uh, started all that because he wanted his petroleum products to be used as a base for all that stuff. Because uh, And then how the medical schools are being forced because of his wealth to teach it and everything but it's it's strange how the real natural methods that work are now considered alternative medicines and you know the mainstream is stuff that really doesn't work and you know to brady's point uh you know i think i I think i read where now like the average kid will have like 81 vaccines or something by the time they reach their middle teens or something like that if, if parents follow the program that the FDA recommends, which, which I don't believe in. I mean, I've, I've never been vaccinated. I've never been vaccinated. When I was a kid, you know, I got all the childhood diseases. I remember like my mom, you know, like Timmy down the street has chicken pox. What does my <laughs> mom do? She takes me down the street. You haven't played with Timmy in a while. And I, I'll always remember this. Like I go down there and, you know, we're, you know, the kids are not keeping track. They're eating each other's food and that. And all the other moms are there with their kids. And we caught it. We caught chicken pox. We caught mumps. We caught measles. We caught all those things. And it was all part of, you know, developing your immune system. I mean, you think about it. God gave us an immune system that that works. And uh, <laughs> you know, the intent wasn't to be, take all these vaccines. And no wonder these kids are getting whacked out. I mean, I mean, God, 81, you know, vaccinations. I mean, this is crazy. I mean, it's absolute insanity what's going on. And... Uh, I would also be curious, uh, maybe Brady's thoughts or whoever. Uh, like, I don't have as much land, let's say, like Brady does or something. Like, uh, And what about hydroponics and things like that? Like, if your space is more restricted. You know, I'm, like, more in a patio home where, I, you know, I don't have that big a yard and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. 
I was just warning like some methods that some people are using uh, or maybe recommend looking into regarding food. Cause I, I agree. We're going to have to learn to grow our own food. I mean, I'm trying to stock up a little bit, you know, on beans and rice and lentils and things like that. But uh, I'd like to learn more about it, but I, I was just wondering if there's a recommendation of, of what would be really be good. And then I'll be quiet. That's all I got to say for right now. I appreciate that, John. And yep. actually, I was actually thinking um, if Brady wanted to come back sometime next week, maybe Wednesday, and uh, discuss that stuff with us, that would be That'd awesome. Be That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. It'd be great to have that knowledge. So if he has that time, you can? <laughs> it was quick. Yeah, can do. Okay, awesome. Um, let's get Cole over here. Thank you so much for your patience, Cole. Thank you, John, again, for your, your extra gems. We are blessed to have you up here. <laughs> hey, Cole. Hey. How's it going? I go Brooke Killing, Cindy Mass. What was that? I go Brooke Killing, Cindy Mass. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I see them. The www.starttx39.com. And I see, where's your other one at? Okay, www.liveyounger.cc. Got it. Yes, because. What is that? Is the natural? They make these passes like the X39 is the first one, then they make a better one, then they make one that detoxes your body and stuff. And boy, <laughs> we can be big pharma that way. Because if you take pharmacia from Bible, it is it, witchcraft. And probably somebody can help me out here with the verses and stuff. But... Pretty much they're using every big pharma is our number one in here right now because they're the ones that are running all of our food products, running everything for the FDA because who worked for the FDA? Probably one of the church for the vaccine people. Vaccine companies. So you got to think of it that way. They sat down to work these other companies so they can make it like a bigger route. And the thing about the farmers, um, um, what else? So the, on the question is that, do you think that the government's destroying our food supply or do you think that all this is, this is just coincidence? Um, I think 
I think the black cats are destroying our food supply. Who are black cats? That is a... Are you saying black hats or black cats? Black cats and the white hats. Oh, I see. Okay. Gotcha. So, yeah. So, are they... The white hats would never do this because they won't work for the people. But the black hats won't work against the people. And we can figure it out by what these people are doing behind the scenes and stuff. And what I mean by that. They got telegrams. They got everything. They got knocked off of social media just like Trump did. But they're actually working on turning projects behind the scenes that we don't know about until we start looking into it. Mm-hmm. I've I've heard about that stuff. I've looked I've looked at some of it, but um, yeah. I don't know. I, my my life isn't a chessboard. My liberties are not a chessboard, and I uh, don't have I, myself personally. I don't have patience for it because I'm starting to look at them destroying all this food. I, I'm seeing all these things happening. I'm, I'm looking at um, the stock markets, people's money. I'm looking at the price of everything. I'm looking at inflation, and, and if 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 for me, if the White House is worth hats, supposed to save the day. I mean, I, I don't understand where the where the, the why they're halting. What, what what's the what's the holdup? But I do understand that we as people can do something. We don't have to wait for a savior to come and save us. Um, yeah. So as us as people been, should. As, as as people being at the foot soldiers, we are helping out. With okay, people from Arizona, if you are listening in or on recording, go to the Plenary in Johnson because you'll be helping this country out a lot if you can pull through. Um, darn it, I got to grab that. Robert. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead and grab that and uh, throw it in the live chat for us, Cole. But again, thank you for coming up and dropping your gems. We're going to go ahead and get over hey. to Robert. Hey. Uh, okay, um, Robert, how's it going? Hello. Hey, how's it going? Going great. Okay. So real quick, Cole, r- real quick, I have a question: Is the government destroying our food supply? Absolutely, it's intentional because don't forget you got you got these the same people that created COVID are the same people that want us to eat bugs while they eat steak. They're that as a matter of fact, if you go back to Yosef Stalin and how he took out his enemies, one of his his second favorite tactic was starvation because. If he did, if he didn't purge his enemies, he would starve them to death, and that was mm-hmm. that was a hundred percent intentional. 
And and by the way, Biden rec- not only did he call right wingers terrorists, but now he called. Now he said that anyone who uh, any uh, he said indirectly that anybody who who thinks he's doing a bad job is mentally ill. That sounds very Soviet too, because uh, in the Soviet Union they would use mental illness as as an excuse, as a reason to uh put call hundred dollars go ahead keep going dollars what's that um, five thousand dollars can you hear that and this one yeah oh now the audio is working sorry oh. go ahead <laughs> yeah so yeah so so basically what the Soviet Union would do is they would diagnose you as mentally ill if you disagree with communism. The first step is that they would send you the, to the NKVD and they would re-educate you. If you still refused to, to deny God and to obey the state, then you would then they would send you to the gulags. And if the gulags didn't work, they would just straight up uh, take you somewhere, and they would and they would execute you. So everything Biden is doing is is what Stalin did. So uh, so that's I mean people talk about Hitler all the time, but there's a reason that they don't talk about Stalin because everything that Stalin's doing is what the left is, wants to do. The, the, do you know that Obama ordered uh, hundreds of guillotines uh, for the FEMA camps? Uh, hey, Robert, can I ask you something real quick? Yeah. Um, I, I used to believe that it was, you know, only the left. But I believe that both sides of the aisle are part of this. Because one, why, are, why is one side appearing really weak against it? Number two, they're voting with them. And Congress for these these uh these bills that are helping and and they're sending money to Ukraine. Both sides are doing it, so I I, I feel like it, it used to seem as if one side was doing it, but now we're I'm paying we all are paying more attention. We're on C-SPAN watching them live um, vote. I don't see how there's a division between. I think there's a division between them and us as people. Personally. I think both sides are trash. Mm-hmm. How's that? How's that for a summary? The, the I, Repu- I like it. I like it. I'm, because the, because the Republicans, what what was their reaction when Joe Biden said on Jimmy Kimmel that he wishes he could lock all of the Repu- every Republican in America in jail? That includes not just Congress, but that includes every single voter. He wants to lock everyone up that vote Republican. Now, tell me that doesn't also sound like something Stalin would say. And and you're gonna so the so you're gonna tell me the GOP is just gonna sit back and say, well, he's not really gonna do it, so we're not gonna impeach him. Well, uh, what happened under Andrew Jackson? Uh, go back to Andrew Jackson's presidency. He and he was and and he was uh and and he was uh he was act he was mocked as King Andrew. 
because he because he was abusing executive authority on a regular basis. Uh, so uh, if so, honestly, the GOP are a bunch of cowards. And and I know and I I am hated by the left and the right. I don't really care what either has to say about it. And and uh, I see it's somebody here saying he didn't say that, but guess what? He didn't have to say it directly. Politicians speak in code. I mean, if you're too if you're too naive to to uh, hey. understand, yeah. No, go but go ahead. Uh, I this this just go ahead. Keep going. What you're saying before that yeah. comment? I'm sorry, but yeah. But quite frankly. I think everything the government's doing right now echoes communist Russia under Stalin. So you need to, so what we need to do is we need, we need to, what is the GOP needs to grow some balls and impeach the guy. And, and the, because the Democrats, they're getting, the Democrats are able to do whatever they want because nobody's holding them in check. Look, and do you get, and speaking of Andrew Jackson, when was the Whigs formed? The Whigs was formed in opposition to King Andrew. So, aka President Andrew Jackson, because he wanted to federalize everything and the so so the initial purpose of the Whigs was good aka the republicans but they lost their mission uh i would say i would honestly go back to world war one and two and look at who was in charge then and who's and what were and what did they support back then? Because that's when all this shit started. When we allied with the Soviets against Hitler, then that is the problem. Because the Soviets had a 50-year plan to bring communism into the United States of America. So the Cold War never truly ended on a psychological level. It just ended on a physical and political level. Thank you very much, Flamethrower, for dropping your gems as well. I appreciate that. And I actually want to play something for you guys since we did bring up Biden um, during this discussion. I heard it last night. I actually do listen to a lady sometimes here and there. She covers, I guess... Um, more so the entertainment industry, and sometimes she hits on politics. But I came across her around the same time I came across a lot of these political platforms. And she's grown a lot. The show is called Mob Radio. But I really liked her take yesterday, and I was laughing uh, when I heard her. In a sense, it's kind of her report on what she to thinks about. To get a about, million motherfucking dollars. Uh, um, the Biden administration. By the way, that is her. That was the first take. Uh, she She don't censor herself like that. So it, it, please excuse the language, but um, she's going to discuss real quick um, her take on what's been going on and her thoughts on the Biden administration. She goes after everybody, both sides. I wouldn't say equally. It just depends on which report she's using that day. 
But uh, check this out um, real quick. Now, first of all, let's get into some news and then we're going to get into that other shit. Joe Biden says, if y'all ass don't want to learn about the LGBTQ, then your motherfucking kids ain't going to eat lunch. That's what he said. They are withholding them peanut butter jelly sandwich plus the fucks that they be giving y'all kids. They're not giving them them three carrots with them two peas with that one potato. Um, I don't know what the hell a child. When I say what's wrong with these hoes, I mean all of them. Get into this. To withhold school lunch money from low-income area schools that don't knuckle under to the radical LGBTQ agenda. One of the oldest stereotypes in existence is of the schoolyard bully who steals weaker kids' lunch money. And now, Joe Biden wants to be that bully. On May 30th, the Center Square broke the story that the U.S. Department of Agriculture is changing how it interprets Title IX prohibitions on discrimination based on sex to include sexual orientation and so-called gender. Real quick, I want to remind you guys that... Um the the Secretary of Agriculture is the same one that was under Obama's administration, so it's really a replay um, of that administration over here on this one. But uh, his name is Tom. We did talk about him yesterday briefly, but we're going to have a, a bigger discussion more so on Monday on this subject. But yeah, okay, we'll let them finish. Under identity. That will force schools to adopt the woke policies such as boys and girls sports, multi-sex bathrooms, and forced use of preferred pronouns or face loss of funding for school lunches and other programs. This is similar to what the Solicitor General in Obergefell, the Supreme Court case which legalized same-sex marriage in 2015, warned could happen in the future. Slippery slopes sure are slippery, especially when we're always told that they... Pick your tongue up, bitch. Anyway... Y'all hear the white girl, and y'all hear what the hell they say going on right now. Go and do your own research, but I think that a lot of people will find that, you know, this is something that's going on that appears to be what it is that they say. Sometimes you have these salacious headlines, and you have to go back, and you have to do your own research every time. But you go back, and you go look, and you find that, hey, this ain't really matching up with what they said. It was propaganda. Well, when it comes to this situation, I do feel like you have a president who ain't worth the damn. Um, outside of this, like I said, go and do your research. But outside of this, um, a billion dollars will be given in aid to people, you know, from Ukraine so that they can do this and they can go do that. Um, what the fuck that makes sense? I do not feel like I should have a president that I got to nudge with my fucking elbow to see if he's awake, to make sure that he is alert and coherent when it comes to what the hell is going on in this country. I just feel like Joe Biden ass needs to step down or be taken the fuck down. That, that's what I, and I'm not saying I should do something. I'm just saying like impeachment, like a legal way. Before y'all try to say anything, bitch, what my black ass is saying is, I think y'all need to get him up out there. I really do. This country is a fucking mess. <laughs> Not inciting. Now, I ain't inciting shit. All I'm saying is they need to get this man off this goddamn podium. He don't need to be the president of a damn thing. I wouldn't let this nigga be the president of Sam's Club. I don't even feel like he could get your plan right down there when you're trying to get them big-ass boxes of cereal and shit. So why the hell should he be running this country, bitch? This shit is in the dumps. Now everybody with money, bitch, everybody that they feel like that shit's steady, they telling you don't worry about them gas prices. When a $20 bill don't get you through, bitch, something is wrong. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And y'all can say what y'all want to say about Trump, but shit wasn't like this. 
This is a ghetto-ass, poor-ass country. I've been telling y'all that the United States of America is in a bad lace front wig and they got a fake fur and, and we need to clean the shit up. Like, they said this shit, you said it's about to get to $15. Y'all better go get y'all a damn bike. Somebody said euthanize his old senile ass. <laughs> it don't be funny, but it just be like, is anybody awake? Like, y'all cannot be parading around town like this. Little baby said, I put $20 in my car still, and whatever happened after that just happens. Yeah, you know your car. Mm-hmm. They said, this the projects, the whole goddamn thing. I, I don't even care what part you live in. Even the part that you think is nice. That shit is ghetto, too. And they sending all of our fucking money over there to Ukraine. I hate what's going on over there. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. I don't want anybody to die. I don't want them to be trying to push y'all out. I don't want any of that. But, baby, don't ask my neighbor. Come to me. Y'all remember that song? Listen, it's real shit going on over here. Babies crying and niggas is dying. It's a lot going on. Okay, so I can't be worried about what's going on over there in Ukraine. You giving them a billion goddamn dollars. But when the last time we got a stimulus, Joe, and that stimulus was real motherfucking light. Oh, you got oh you got big money. You say a billion dollars? What kind of war I need to start to get at least what ten thousand, fifteen thousand dollars? What I gotta do? Who I got to argue with to get a million motherfucking dollars? Since you want to help the motherfuckers so bad, do I need to join the gang? Every time we come together to try to fight some niggas, you want to hit us with RICO charges. But your ass want to go over there and get them all that goddamn money. They said it's a billion dollars on the elevator. Bitch, we're going down. So I just wanted to give you guys a different kind of industry background commentator and what their thoughts are this this person has over 21,000 views on this video she has a big platform and her voice is huge so yeah and and if you read listen to the comments they're all laughing they're agreeing with what she's saying and it's crazy how the media will act like oh no we love we love what's going on right now this is great no we don't and i just want sometimes to play some voices that are different than ours who uh, have some questions and grievances as well what do you think, Robert? Before we get to Brady. Fuck Ukraine. That's that's the nicest thing I can say. Because she's absolutely right. We have uh, the we're getting poor, but yet we're uh, but you we're sending forty billion over to Ukraine, and where the hell are we getting the money anyway? Are we borrowing it from China again? And Please tell, please tell me we're not borrowing from Russia. I mean, because that—that's probably the, the the most hilarious irony of it all, that we owe money to Russia, but yet we're de- but yet we're ready to declare war on them. Uh, <laughs> last last I recall, you you serve the people you owe money to. So we as a country, <laughs> and I think we as a country. We, our number one priority needs to be paying back our debts because we can, we can recover in the, we can recover in the long run. Yeah. It'll hurt us in the short run, but I'm willing to accept some suffering in the short term. If in the long term, it, it will help, uh, it, it will help us pay back our debts. Good point. Well, I appreciate you, Robert, for coming up here and dropping your gems. Uh, we're going to uh, get back to Brady. And 
we're going to jump to private and Cole real quick. Um, when you come back up, besides, I, I know Brady, your name came up a couple of times. I want to try to do this thing where if you come back up after you spoke the first time, we kind of like keep it limited because we're almost to the hour mark. And um, I think we should go ahead and hop off. But I think that we should definitely make sure you guys have this information book bookmarked in your head, the things we talked about and everything, because we're coming back on Monday. And we're going to be talking about ag- this in a sense, but United States agricultural system, everything. But again, thank you so much, Robert. Let's get over to Brady. Welcome back, Brady. Real quick. What did you think about what she said? Just Well, (laughs) you know, I totally agree with everything she said. I'm very passionate about kids' food. Part of the People Party platform Mm -hmm. is providing free organic food to every kid in school, no matter what the fuck, as much as they want. You know, we can grow uh, community gardens in the school as part of their education. Uh, Spinach leaf loses 90% of its vitamin C. I'm sorry, I'm yelling. Uh, after you pick it. So when we, you know, it, it's, that, that's one thing. But what I wanted to touch on was that arguing about the president of the United States is such a distraction. Uh, don't let the president of the United States derail you guys from concentrating on what is important, which is this food crisis. You know, you guys could have had all this time to focus on this food crisis and solutions. And instead, we're getting derailed talking about Joe fucking Biden. Like he, Pretend he doesn't matter. You know, you just need to imagine the man. We need to build power structures completely outside of our uh, geriatric leadership. You know, just ignore the motherfuckers. And the idea behind the People Party is even if we fucking lose, um, we maintain the network and we just start helping each other through the network as if it was a government and start working as our own government together and just eventually just nudge them out, you know. Uh, instead of focusing on destroying the old, we should focus on building the new and just nudge them out because they're about to die on their own, you know. Um, so I just want to remind you guys to stay focused and don't be distracted by these uh, central intelligence helter skelter psyops to keep you guys arguing with each other. Uh, one thing I want to touch on is that hydroponic gardening is really cool for like if you want to make some exquisite delicacy food that just has a certain kind of flavor that you're going for. You really want to tweak some aspects. It's amazing. But if you're trying to survive, what you want to do is just make a big mulch pile. You just want to start gardening. You just, you know, uh, small wicking beds that are drought resistant with uh, everything you can do to save water at the same time. Uh, but yeah, just do it with soil if you're going to be uh, surviving. And that was just the one, one point. I wanted what to kind of microphone do you have? I'm using a headphone, you know, so just the headphone oh, okay. set. Okay, you must have a good mic or something too, because I can hear you wiping something. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, that happens to me too. Because I, I, thanks to Colin, I have a good mic now. So if I if I were to make any kind of noises, you guys would hear it. <laughs> Spill some, some weed on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> not, I guess that's not that's not a too ter- terrible problem to have. I mean, it hit the floor, you didn't lose it. So yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, so real quick, so. The government's going to come up because they make the laws, they make the rules, and they are and they're involved in a lot of things. I don't know if you know about a lot of the things that that the um, USDA is doing and working with the plant and health, um, the non-elected uh, agency they use, and then they've been going after small farmers, and they've gotten to a point to where they're trying to tell. Um, bird breeders that they need a veterinarian in order to operate, even though veterinarians don't necessarily 
uh, go out to those places. They're not readily available, and it's expensive, and a lot of small farmers and rescues can't afford that. So That's why I recommend rabbits to everybody. Rabbits, you can just catch them wild. They're super easy to take care of. They eat weeds and, like, all kinds of other stuff. They're very low-maintenance, silent, easy to harvest and process, like, we all need to be doing rabbit farms. Definitely. But the government shouldn't be telling us how we sh- should be able to do that, too. Yeah. So that keeps us Agreed. going to yeah. having to find different alternatives or makes it harder for people to own and have property um, in order to have those things. So end of the day, you know, we can still live our lives the way we want to, but the government's going to be like, you're breaking the law and they can slap you whatever they what kind of punishment they deem fit, even though it's not constitutional. That's why we're here on this podcast talking on the time, because this stuff isn't constitutional. We yeah, have the, the right to show up. Yeah, we have we have the right to life, liberty and a pursuit of happiness. And this government is doing its damnedest to stop it. So they are going to come up because the fact is they want us miserable as miserable as themselves. I agree that this uh, attack on our food supply is a veiled attack. Uh, meant to look like an accident, you know, a series of accidents. You know, I, I'll agree with that as well. Abba, and don't leave because I want you to respond to this too. Um, Norv said the biggest problem for small farmers isn't the government. It's gigantic sized mega corporate farms. And here in a sense, I can agree with him, but the corporate farms got that, that, that privilege and that power to do so because they got it from the government. Exactly. They don't have the exactly. same regulations as small farms do. That's true. That's true. And the government is an issue. Don't get me wrong. We can take it seriously, but we can walk and chew gum at the same time. You know, mm-hmm. we can fight the government, but we should really not lose focus on solutions and solution-based mm-hmm. discussions. And like I said, don't be too distracted with destroying the old because they're going to crumble on their own. And make sure that we have what we need to protect what's new and what's coming. I mean, the, the next generation, you know, we are at the age now where it's our responsibility to protect the children. And um, everyone is sleeping on that massively. Definitely. I, I, I'm, I'm offended by hungry kids in school. My, I am too. And the fact that you're saying in order to get this, you have to do this. That's not right. If your ideas are that strong and you want people to support them, it should be done on its own merits because people want to do it. You shouldn't be forcing that stuff down people's throats in order for someone to eat. Yeah. But I want you to understand that that's a distraction from the fact that those kids are hungry in school. Like, no one cares about the fucking, like, everyone is cool with their gay friends. You know what I mean? No one fucking cares. Mm-hmm. And if someone's, someone is so not cool with a gay person that they're attacking a gay person, you know what I mean? Like, we'll fuck them up, you know? Like, mm-hmm. uh, we're, that's not who we are. You know, they're, they're trying to sell us this narrative that, you know, oh, gay people are trying to do this. No, gay people hate that shit, too. You know what I mean? Right. Because it makes them, it gives them more bullshit to deal with when they're just trying to live their lives. You know what I mean? Like. Gay, gay people and trans people don't like all this fucking bullshit either you know uh so this is this is a narrative that's being pushed on us and they're they're using a couple crazy people to to paint an entire group of people and it's, it's right. making everyone fucking crazy and so we need to be uh, focused on what is important and when it comes to the stupid shit like i mean you know fight it when and where you can but do not let it distract you when you have the energy and time to be, to be working on real solutions, you know? Right. And so Brady, so with the solution, uh, when it comes to food, say you don't have the land, uh, John had brought that up earlier and you know, you don't, you can't just, he can't just like hide a sheep or livestock on that, on his porch or anything like that. 
I've got the um, solution. I've got it right here. I, I started my own community garden in my own local area. Uh, my landlord won't let me develop the land the way I want to. So I went to a local church. I started a community garden there. They have a huge field just sitting there with nothing going on. These exist in every neighborhood in America. The church is just sitting there, nothing going on. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I picked a restaurant as well. I ha- Bobby J's Burgers. I have the second location going up there. Anywhere around your local area, you see a place that could have a nice garden that is maybe along your your daily kind of travel route. Uh, talk to the owner. Say, hey, can I do like some free edible landscaping for you? You know, advertise it as edible landscaping. Oh, uh, I love that, Brady. I'm going to a burger place. And so I'm planting arugula, tomatoes, jalapenos, sesame seeds, garlic, mm-hmm. banana peppers, all these kind of things that will go good on a burger. And it's going to be completely free for the, the community. You know, it's costing me a couple hundred bucks, but I'm using it as my garden for myself, you know. So I'm absolutely benefiting from it. And if you get your community together, I mean, it's not hard to come up with a couple hundred bucks for some soil, you know, and some mulch. Mm-hmm. And you just dump it out and put some seeds in it. And there are a lot of things you can do to make that drought tolerant. Uh, we can do a whole, you know, episode on that. But yeah, uh, well, yeah. You, you said Wednesday for sure. Land. Yeah, use use corporate land. <laughs> use other people's land. <laughs> I love that's it. That's what I, I recommend. And you said Wednesday. You're good for Wednesday, correct? Yes, At seven thirty p.m. I'm booked. Okay. I'm excited for that. So key to me a favor. Can you inbox me on here, your email address so I can get it on your calendar. And I would like to speak to you this weekend on the phone if you have a, some time. So just also yeah. shoot me your number too. Cool. We'll do. Perfect. Thank you guys. Uh, check out Brady. Uh, make sure y'all follow him and check him out as well. Cause it looks like he has a show as well. And we're going to get to private and Cole, and then we're going to call it a night and then we're going to be able to play our anthem. So private. Hey, how's it going? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, one thing I didn't mention in regards to uh, health. Uh, have you heard of colloidal silver? No. Colloidal silver is by far one of the easiest medicines you can make. And uh, it, it kills just about anything that they create in the lab including this, whatever you want to call COVID, flu, everything. And you can get it. I actually have a machine. It's very simple to make. But you want to email the guy. I just linked it. Uh, and ask him, there's just a certain extra things you have to get. Uh, when this stuff really goes down, having a way to make this colloidal silver, it can be used topically. You can make ionic that's better for topical but colloidal can be used as well it helps wounds heal faster it mm. helps you recover from colds sicknesses just about everything silver kills and i actually also have a, a sterling silver ring i wear and it helps because the silver is always going into your body and as long as you're not highly allergic to silver you're not gonna have a problem with it I mean, I had a couple times where I felt, you know, under the weather with, uh, like, a scratchy throat, and I, I was wearing this, the ring, and the next day it was gone. Like, I don't – sterling silver, it's uh, – a lot of the wealthy people still use sterling silver uh, silverware, and, they, and silver has been very 
very good for uh, uh, health purposes, like uh, the Civil War um, officers on the North. They had these. They gave them these big silver dollars, and and if they got like scratched or something, they would wrap the silver dollar on the the wound, and it would heal so much faster versus nothing at all. And it's just been around for a while. It used to be endorsed by the federal government before the Rockefellers destroyed everything. Uh, and they demonized colloidal silver, saying it's going to turn you blue, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, if you drink like three or four gallons in one sitting, yeah, you'll probably turn blue, but <laughs> why would you do that? You, you only need like maybe an ounce or something. And mm. all you need is a good source of distilled water, which do not go to Walmart. They have terrible distilled water. You want to go to like a mom and pop or a small chain. They usually have pretty good distilled water or a small pharmacy chain. Uh, there's a tester you can get as well, but I would email the guy. He's in North Carolina. And uh, you could also, uh, you could breathe that stuff in. So if you're having like a, uh, let's say you have really bad cough and it's COVID or whatever, right? Or whatever you might think it is, whether it's a bad cough, if you breathe that in, it by the next day, you're going to feel immediate results. And like it goes directly into your lungs, anything, lung infections. And they have that on the website as well. That was, uh, I put a link in there silverlungs.com yes I got it I'm going to research it that's, this weekend that's the system that I have and I've made two bottles so far and they tested at 17 parts per million when I tested them and they work just fine but I wear a silver ring when I'm not able to access that so and good, good. that's good info it's, it's fairly cheap to make as well and you could all you need is distilled water and the right bottles you technically don't have to get brand new you know bottles you just gotta basically rinse them out with just a little bit of distilled water and you always want to use distilled water it's, it's pretty self-explanatory they give you an information packet how to make it it takes i think about three hours to make once you put in the right ingredients you put in the follow the instructions you turn it on and you can set a timer and you pretty much walk away and then you come back, you just follow the instructions and and there's uh, this one it's like a I forget what it's and, called. And, but, and private, are you gonna be able to make it back here on Wednesday with us with Brady? Probably. Probably. I hope you I'll can because I'll get the information on the, there's a item you add at the end. I forget what it's called, but it's required to make the colloidal silver. Mm -hmm. And you, you typically want to add, I think an extra drop of it, but I, I have it written down somewhere. I'll, I'll have to look it up later, but that's the system you get. And it's just distilled water and you can have like 20 gallons of that stuff. It costs you like $20 and it doesn't go bad and, Oh, that's really and good. You, and you can freeze a lot of this stuff. Like, uh, it's, it's some sort of carbohydrate. It, it's, 
and they figured out, or the, the guy that owns the website figured out what exactly the, the proper amount is, and you can, anyways, email the guy. Uh, there's extra stuff you got to get because once once they start, you know, going with this, it's going to be really hard to get this delivered. I mean, they do have a back order, I think, still, unless they've picked it up due to microchip shortages and stuff. But it takes about a little over three hours to make. Just follow the instructions, and it's I'm not I'm not a chemist or anything, and I've successfully made this. It's not hard. I appreciate that. Well, I appreciate you, Private, for dropping this, gems. I hope you can make it back on Wednesday because it's be great for you to add to that conversation as well so we can mainly focus on, on that. But uh, I will see you guys again soon. I got I have Cole um, next, and then we're going to shut this down tonight. Um, and I do plan on going on Twitter Spaces this weekend, so if you are on Twitter, uh, keep a, a lookout for that as well. Um, Cole, go ahead. Yes, and and everything that is going on, I think Arizona is leading everything less than integrity right now because. Oh, uh, okay. Hey, um, hey, Cole. Lord so, Lord. hey, Cole. Cole, yeah. um, so I, I know that you want to talk about the election stuff. Yeah. Like we're, we're today, today, today we were, t- we're talking about the government um, destroying our food supply. Yes, the government's going to come up. But right now, we're not yeah. talking about the elections. Yes. Um, yes. Think about this, guys. We need to somehow get they got on wheels and stuff. So we can get provided water from groundwater and stuff like that. Like the garden idea that he brought up. Like do a automatic like to put Dig a well that into ground, if could be, and everybody can do that too. So we can get deep ground water that is purified water and stuff, and. And why I am budging everything that I am saying, guys, because everything that we are doing from ground zero, the public level and up, is working against the system right now. So, let's see how we can play it into our hands 
not their hands. Absolutely. God bless. God bless you, Cole. I appreciate you. Um, you guys, I was going to play the anthem, but I just realized I forgot to plug in my laptop and it said good night. So no anthem this time, but there will be one tomorrow. I figured out what I did wrong. And uh, I, again, I appreciate you all for being here. Y'all can be anywhere else, but you guys are here um, with the community talking and sharing um, solutions to the problem. And sometimes we go off task. Sometimes we can come right back on. But uh, Wanderer, thank you for being here as normal. Robert, hey, Charlie, thank you for being here. John, uh, Bella, Private, and Cole, James, Shane, and Joe, and North, and the other people I can't see. Um, again, you guys are great. Oh, and again, I guess he already left, but Brady has inboxed me some stuff, so I'm glad that he came on tonight. Uh, anyone who contribute to the conversation, you guys are the best. God bless you guys. Bye.